All right, welcome back to Talking Dog. Today, I've got someone who's going to call in who has puppy problems. I don't know anything about it. She contacted me and was wondering about uh, if we if I could talk with her about it. So that's what's going to happen. She's going to call in a few minutes and we'll get into what's going on with her puppy. Puppies uh, are hard. People don't realize and the honeymoon can be over very quickly. So it really also depends on the breed. So who knows what we're going to be talking about and who, you know, what the problems are. So we'll just, you know, she's just about to call. So we'll just oh, and there she is right now. Hi. Hi, Gardner. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I was just <laughs> explaining to people what we were going to do. I said, we're going to talk about a puppy and you've got a puppy. So what's going on? Um, yeah, actually, my parents have a puppy. She's about four months old, biting. I mean, she they've had her two months and she has bitten eight times and five of them very, very deep. Yikes. Um, and it's not to where, I mean, she'll growl and bite. So what's and, what's the breed? Uh, she's Chihuahua and something else. They think some kind of terrier. Although she her coloring is brindle, which they said is really rare. So how big is it? Is it bigger than the usual she, um, Chihuahua? She is bigger than the normal size Chihuahua. She's four months old and she probably weighs about five pounds already. She's living with your parents and they have no kids. Who's getting bit? My mom and my dad. Wow. And how old are they? Um, my mom's seventy nine and my dad's eighty two. And I mean she'll run she'll run right behind my mom and just bite the back of her leg growl and bite the back of her leg to one the first time she ever bit she did that she drew blood and hit a vein my mom put her immediately back in the kennel and told her ouch and put her back in the kennel cleaned it up and when she went out later when she went to let the dog out later the dog went right over to that spot and smelt to see if the blood was still there so did they have the puppy from eight weeks old is it as a young, young yeah. puppy? Yeah. They, they adopted a puppy from a shelter out up in Roseville, and apparently the puppy, the litter had been drowned, and a man was able to save this one dog. Oh, my God. Okay. And the other thing she does is she shakes her head violently. What, when she's got a toy in it or just in nope, general? Nope, just in general, all the time. So this dog was pulled out of water and... A homeless man found it, and um, a family member of ours was coming out of Walmart and bought it from and bought it. Gave the man twenty dollars because he was she was afraid it was still wet. The dog was still wet. Oh my god! When she rescued it, and she rescues dogs all the time. Oh my god! This is like a nightmare. Yeah, um, I mean, my, my it's to the point to where my parents are scared of her. Even to pick her up, she turns around and just bites you. It's not snapping. It's biting. Yeah. So did they go to the hospital for the bites or did they get no. infected? Uh, nothing. They didn't and... get infected. Nothing. No. And the puppies had all of her shots so far. They, Was... They've had chihuahuas before and never had any kind of problem like this. Right. So the dog is obviously unsound. Yes. Um, and she's also very, very demanding. Well, that's total. That's a dominance thing. You know, dominance is the dog demanding. Dominance is the dog uh, making decisions for itself and being successful with those decisions. Submission is you making decisions for the dog and the dog, you know, having the dog comply with those decisions that you're making right. for the dog. When a dog runs around and bites you from the back, it's usually a fear bite. Um, when they come right at you, that's more of a dominant bite. Do you know if it's really quick bites like bang, bang, bang? I mean, have you seen when it happens? I haven't seen when the dog's bit. I mean, I've been over there before, and she'll chase after the back of me. 
And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm go. Like, well, it's lucky you haven't bit bitten. Is a dog ever around children? Um, around my grandchildren, but not anymore. <laughs> Good. Good. So, yeah, you're protecting yeah, we, them. That's very important. My grandson important. used to play with her, but he's scared of her. Yeah. No. And, and we know. never, we don't ever put her by our face. Just no. for as many times as she's already bitten. Is the dog ever loving with your, your mom or dad? Yep. She'll sit on the lap. She sleeps with my, you know, on my dad's chair with him because he's in his 80s when they watch TV. Mm-hmm. But then on Saturday, she was sleeping and. He went to move, and she growled at him and bit him right on the hand. Part of that is kind of normal, <laughs> I'd say, for a chihuahua, but this is like a, to another level. It's completely yeah. under, under, uh, unacceptable and scary because it, let's just say the dog is allowed to bite somebody who's not a family member, even if it's a family member or someone in the public or you know the mailman comes to the door, somebody comes to the door and the dog just attacks them. They're opening themselves for all sorts of problems in terms of lawsuits and medical bills and you're in a very awful situation or you no know, they are and you are too because you've got to interact with the dog at some point because are the are your parents fully independent yeah they are yeah. and they take her for walks they walk her they just walk her up and down the street well it's a good thing that chihuahuas um, don't need a whole lot of exercise but even if and they she has a yeah, she has a play area that has a bed in it, and but she also kennels up at nighttime. Right. Well, you know, like chihuahuas are their early warning detection systems, their lap warming, their guard dogs, are all these things wrapped into some really tiny package. Having to control that those behaviors is tough. And one of the things that happens is when you when you soothe. When you, let's say the dog displays fear and you soothe the dog and say, it's okay, don't worry about it, you know, you're all right, you're all right, and you're stroking the dog, you're all you're doing is teaching the dog to be more scared. Or if you're holding the dog while it's being aggressive and saying, it's okay, stop, they're nice, don't worry about it, blah, 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 instead of allowing the dog to do that, whatever it means, you know, correcting yeah, the dog. they don't allow or, her to do that. They immediately, they, t- they yell usually, because my mom tried to read up on it, she yelled out. They go out and mm. put her in the kennel, well, in her playpen. No, but uh, yeah, but I'm talking about when there's a there's, there's a stimulus that's scaring the dog. Are they? So- that's that's what I would want to know. Is like, are they soothing the dog? Are they are they trying to treat the yeah, dog as she, if they're a small child? Um, she's definitely scared of cars, and my mom will like pick her up and tell her, you know, it's okay. Right, right. And or if as she doesn't like the vacuum cleaner, she doesn't she doesn't like that either. And my mom will say, it's you know, it's okay. Okay, so that's that's one a major thing that is only adding fuel to the furnace of this dog's problems because you're soothing the fear, you're encouraging it, and you're making the fear and the aggression acceptable. Okay, so they shouldn't yeah. be doing that then when no. she's scared of a car? Uh, yeah. What happens, what I see a lot is, you know, it's with, with not just chihuahuas, it's all these small dogs is people carry them around like babies instead of having the dog on its own dealing with it. You know, you can't let the dog escape into their fear. You have to let them deal with it. And how you help them deal with that is, you know, one of the techniques and, and is very important. There's a fear period. There's like two fear periods that the puppies go through. One of them is eight to 12 weeks right in there. And then it, one is between four and six months. I um, mean, it can go it can go longer than that. And these are times during the puppy's development that you want to keep it mellow, never expose them as much as you possibly can to something that's going to make them scared, like really really scared. You know, you, nobody can do that all the time. There's something that's going to happen that's going to make the dog fearful. And it's how you handle that when the fear 
is presented to the dog. So picking the dog up and soothing it like a baby or a child is not what's going to be beneficial to the dog because, you know, dogs have emotions, but they're not human emotions. And when we, how we handle fear in dogs is not how we handle fear in children. Okay. Um, but you've got bigger issues. I mean, this is, this is, this is a long haul problem and biting is terrible. You know, biting on the hands, what happens, especially with young dogs, they've got their needle baby puppy teeth in there. And so when they bite somebody's hand, the teeth can go into the, the joints of your fingers. And that's when you really get issues, when we really get infections. Puncture wounds are one thing. Mature senior citizens have really thin skin. I mean, right. That's exactly the way we're dealing with right now. Yeah. And I, I, has there been t- a skin tearing with it or is it just puncture wounds? Just puncture wounds. Yeah. You know, this is this is scary stuff. And it's 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 serious stuff. And do your parents want to deal with a monster, you know, a three pound monster for the rest of probably forever? I mean, it's making their lives miserable, I'm sure. I mean, they're living in a state of fear because they never know what's going to set that monster off. It's like a blender. You've got a blender in your lap and you never know when it's going to go on. So are they completely committed to the dog? Is there any talk of... They're not committed. They just don't know where to go. And I just told them that I would try to reach out. Yeah. Well... You know, and find out what they should do. Yeah. Since you don't know the history of how the dog was found and really what happened when the homeless person came upon this, what was it, a bag of dogs? Yeah, I'm not really sure. But you don't know what happened to the dog's mental, whether it was completely damaged mentally while that was going going on. Right. I mean, she's a smart dog. She sits and shakes and she was potty trained right away. Yeah, they're smart dogs and they're very trainable. But yeah. if you've got if you've got real hardcore aggression problems that are that are unsound that you know, makes the dog unsound. You got to deal with the hard issues and you can't give away a dog who has biting issues. Who's you right. Know, exactly. You know, you're not going to be able to do that. So what you're doing, what you, I believe you need to do is you need to put the dog down. When you when you've got okay. serious serious issues like this, because you can't give rehoming a dog like this is only setting the next people up for failure. Yeah, I would talk to a serious dog trainer who has experience with the Chihuahua and get get a an assessment done. Do you know okay. that if they reach for a toy or you know try to get to their food dish, does does it react and try to bite, growl? That I don't know. Because that's that's um, a huge thing, too. That's called resource guarding. So the dog, you know, it's playing with a toy and, you know, someone goes to reach for the toy, maybe just even play with the dog or make it fetch or whatever, and the dog reacts to that, and, and that's a huge, um, huge problem. Resource guarding is something that's very hard to overcome. But that might be the least of your problems if the dog is just turning on and biting somebody from a dead sleep. Maybe it was scared. Right. Maybe it was startled or whatever, but it's still unacceptable. And it right. just it just puts red flags up saying that something has to be done because it's it's not fair to your parents to have to live with, with this. Right. Um, they're retired and enjoying their retirement, I assume. Yes. And with COVID they felt they had plenty of time to and a lot of love to give to a you know, to get a puppy and a lot of time to put into her. And they have they do put a lot of time into her. Right. And spoiler, but it's just like, when's she going to bite next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're living in fear the whole time. And that's, that's stressful. That's not healthy. Yeah. So I, I personally would not, you know, from what I understand, I, I mean, it's hard. This is the hardest talk to have with people putting down a dog that's unstable and unsa- and unsound. Has the puppy ever been around other dogs? 
Um, it was at our other family that rescued it. They It was there for two weeks, played with the other dogs, and they were bigger dogs. They were like, I think they were labs, but they really didn't let the dog play with it because it was so much, so just a little teeny puppy. That's good. Appropriate. You know, socialization is a big part of raising a puppy. So it's just how much you can change and how you, I mean, are you ready to change the behavior because you're going to have to change the way you interact with the dog if you want the dog to change. And if, if they're, if your parents aren't willing to change the way they behave or, you know, treat the dog, train the dog, interact with the dog, then they need to think about what they can do. Now, you know, it's easy for me to say, oh yeah, put the dog down because it's biting, but those, you know, that's serious. Yeah. Um, you know, what happens is when a bite happens, your insurance company, your home insurance company will probably pay for the first bite in terms of medical costs for the victim, but they're probably going to drop the policy and you're probably going to have to try to find another insurance company. And then if there's a second or third confirmed bite, they're going to be rewarded um, double and sometimes triple the amount of damages. Right. This is financial stability and your American dream of like having a nice retirement and being stable is is on the line because of this three pound blender lawnmower. Yeah. It's it's dangerous and you really have to look and see what what you have. And a true assessment of the behavior should be done. Absolutely. I mean, it's not like just take them down to the vet and, and put it down, but you, you got to be serious uh, about what you're going to be able to do. And, you know, maybe somebody will take it off of your hands and try to rehabilitate it. But then, you know, you want to cover yourself, you know, have some statement signed a release of liability. Absolutely. And protect yourself, protect your yeah. parents. Um, okay. Well, that kind of answers my questions. Yeah. What, I mean, what do you want? Like, what do you see when you close your eyes and visualize a solution? for this problem what do you see um uh, i mean i can't see having them keep her when she's done this like since the very beginning and i mean i don't know they i guess they were talking and my mom just reached out to me last night again and says this is just she goes we're scared of her now right right stress they don't need the stress stress is unhealthy and their hands i mean their face i mean you know the dog's in your lap and your face is just as close as your hands are yeah and that would be awful that's some serious stuff then. And who is somebody you said that would do an assessment? Who would that be that they would contact? I would talk with um, Chihuahua Rescue and talk to them about having an assessment done. Local Humane Society, your local town shelter. Every every breed has a has a rescue. And that's the other thing is the dog never went into some kind of a shelter. And, you know, that's when they screen them as well. And I don't think this dog would ever... No, be home. She never has. It's serious issues, and they need to do something about it. All right, thank you very much for your time. All right, good luck, and will you will you let us know what happened? Yeah, Um, I will. Because I think it's important for people to get closure and and to learn. Learn from other people's mistakes. That's the thing. We all yeah. learn more from our mistakes than we ever do from our successes. So we learn from cautionary tales. Yeah, um, exactly. Take the dog and bring it to a shelter. I mean, that's right. that's the responsible thing. I mean, I don't want to, you know, put your parents down or anything. It sounds like they're compassionate, loving people, but they're being abused by, by this dog. And they're putting yeah. themselves at risk, which I hate to see and hear about. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Good luck. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Wow. 
very scary, very serious. We'll hopefully we're going to hear back from them and see what what kind of resolution happened and the steps they took. It's a very 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 unfortunate situation, and all I can say is thank God none of the grandkids had been bit because that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother issue. Kids who get bit, especially on the face, they can't get plastic surgery until they're fully adult. So they walk around, the poor kids walk around with scars on their face because of a dog. Bullying and other behavior from other people um, and self-esteem, uh, their own self-esteem. So there, there are a lot of issues. And we're going to do a whole thing. We're going to do a show coming up about dog bites. Just the whole aspect, statistics on dog bites, how to behave around a dog, um, what to do when a dog looks like it's going to bite you or is acting aggressively. So we're going to do a show like that soon. We're going to wrap it up here. Keep it keep it short, sweet. If you have any questions, definitely email us at show at talkingdog.com. You can go to the Facebook page, Talking Dog, and the Instagram uh, page, Talking Dog. So thanks for listening. Spread the word. Give a like. Give a share. Tell people. It would be great. And I appreciate your support now. Uh, Okay, take care.